1: So, in my opinion, we just haven't discussed enough just raw baseball scores lately on this podcast. Yeah, and you just really want to rub that <laughs> sucker in Well, look, the Twins are doing badly in general all the time. So, I mean, it's not like it's not like the, the Astros didn't hang 14 on the Twins yesterday. But the Blue Jays <laughs> hung 18 on the Red Sox. So, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah, I just floated. I was had the game on, was floating in and out. And I was like... How did this score? What? How? What happened? What happened?
1: They just consistently scored. Home runs. Home runs happened. Yeah, I mean, it was just. It was just. I guess two four-run innings, three four-run innings will do that. It is good that the starting pitcher got the loss. Your old friend Martín Perez. My old friend. Yes, that's right. You know, for all for all of the complaints about how uh the offenses have been anemic this year and we'll actually talk about this a little bit more during the main segment a lot of runs scored recently yeah and but there's also a lot of like defensive miscues errors i agree with that but i mean the twins have already pulled a triple play this year so how bad can it be
0: you guys like
1: like the triple play no that's all we got man <laughs> that's all we got right now why does that
0: why does it happen so much for you guys
1: I I mean I don't know. We didn't talk about it, but the one the one that happened last week was a, kind of a weird one. I mean, it was just it was a total fluke, right? It's it was a badly executed bunt that leads to a triple yeah. play. I do think that is the way
0: whenever someone is like no bunting. They just have to pull up that clip and see see this is why you don't bunt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think that is clear. Soccer tournaments are great. I love the group stage of soccer tournaments. I do not love that nobody has figured out the best way to view this. Mm-hmm. I do- it doesn't make sense. It, like You have March Madness. They perfected it. You can see it. And for some reason, nobody has figured out
1: to do the, like, the same thing before, with the group stages. Why? Yeah, this so confusing. Yeah, we need we need some sort of visualization technique. I mean, it really shouldn't be that hard. It's not like these pools are that big. It's four teams that play each other round robin. <laughs> it's yeah. like this isn't that complicated. Pretty easy. But there's I agree with you. There's no good visualization. So, uh, so frustrating. We are two uh you know, three game days late to talking about this today. Uh but we're we're okay. I think I mean, to me the group stayed to me the group stage is just a bonus. Like, I'm not sure that we really need no, to, to this tune is in. Fun, this is like the most fun. Why is this more fun than the qualifiers? This is effectively qualifying to play into the tournament, the actual tournament.
0: Well, because it doesn't always go the way you planned it. And then also you get to have such rivalries played out as Scotland versus England.
1: Well, I like that too, but then but then why not make why not make the tournament even longer and have qualifying lead up to it no. like why not invite everybody no. why it's too much too much it's too much Don't have this nba playoff <laughs> <laughs> scenario idea i don't think there's any reason t- this is what i was saying to you bef- when before we recorded i don't think there's a reason to predict anything until we have a knockout stage what are we going to predict we're going to predict who's not going to make it out who's going to get out of these these uh each of these groups
0: i mean some of them are more interesting than others. exactly well i some of them are more interested. Who is who's, who's going to make it out of? I mean, is it just France and Germany? Is that our 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 expectation? Group F.
1: Yeah. I mean, the, I like. I mean, I'll. I can tell you. You know, I, I can basically. I can tell you right now. I think it's going to be Italy, Switzerland, Group A. Belgium, Finland, Group B. I, I got to go with it. I th- I think. Um, yeah, Austria Netherlands is right for Group C. England and uh, i i mean probably don't say it probably czech republic i'm not gonna say scotland yeah i can't say it
0: but that's the one that's gonna be that's gonna be interesting any of those three teams could be czech republic scotland croatia maybe
1: maybe let's see uh group e spain sweden group f france germany
0: i would not be surprised if like this is where france just like falls in the fucking
1: face (laughs) so you're saying germany portugal yeah, I yeah, would be
0: surprised if that happened.
1: All right, so we both picked up Fall of Gondolin. Your first reaction out of the gate was, oh great, another historiography. <sighs> yeah, I mean, we we enjoyed the Children of Hurin
0: because Chris went through the trouble of actually creating one narrative for us. And unfortunately, just like in Baron and Lithian, we're going to be subjected to all the variation of this story
1: you get this thing in the prologue where chris is laying out that his father didn't want to publish the lord of the rings on its own he wanted first third age together and then they were like dude you're gonna george r, r. martin no. this <laughs> so no. Like- no we're not gonna do this
0: <laughs> yeah i i thought that was interesting too and and i'm seeing now now this mentioned to you to us that you're supposed to see the parallels between the two ages yes the end of the first age and the end of the third age where it's just catastrophe we're we're in the time of catastrophe on catastrophe and we need to have so- something needs to change yeah <laughs> and how do you get there
1: yeah it, it is true that you know the more that you get the the callbacks what what are what feel like callbacks to the text in the lord of the rings that you see that Christopher Tolkien quotes occasionally and you see like tree bird, is like, and Elrond are the main connections, right? That, yeah. that were supposed to be, you could imagine in a fleshed out version of the first age that you would see both of those or that you, the connection is really drawn there. Um, it, it's all those things that I glossed over in the Lord of the Rings. When you're reading it, and you're like, "Okay, Treebeard said a bunch of names. No idea. Awesome. <laughs> like, yeah, that's really cool. Like, that was a place. That sounds cool. That's <laughs> really awesome. I'm liking this. I'm liking this story. I could see this being my favorite of the three. It's a. It's a, a little early to say that, but I. I could see that. That possibility. All of a sudden, I'm on a lotrfandom.com page, and I probably need to get back to baseball. I've already spent time on that. I've already spent time thinking about that, but we gotta we got to read more to make it there. All right. Okay. I need some help from you specifically thinking about game theory relating to batting average, so that's what we're going to focus on a little bit right now. Uh, I'm thinking about this mostly through a TGFBI lens, but I think it's sort of broadly applicable although I think TGFBI is a little bit easier to think about it than a weekly league because of stochasticity reasons. So let's, let's just lay Mm -hmm. out the the theory of the case here. Okay. I have two figures for you here. Um, where, what I, what I've done is I looked at the distribution of all of the teams in TGFBI and where they're at for batting average. And then I put you and I on here. Um, (laughs) you're the the <laughs> Very diamond. much so. One of us is above the distribution, and one of us is below the distribution. So that makes sense. Nice. Uh So I I just computed the 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 average for for all of the teams in TGFBI, and it's basically two fifty. as makes no difference. That makes that makes sense. Wow, and I like that. I like watching that trend line. Yeah, it's basically it's basically zeroed 30s. in. I mean. My fear now is that there's nothing I can do to come back on batting average. So, my big question is Oh, come on. We're weak. We're what? We're not even 10 weeks in the season. One, can I come back on batting average? Two, should I invest effort in coming back on batting average? And three, if we decide that, what should I do? Like, what do you do in a TGFBI context? Right. And you have this because part of what you're just you're at this stage where you just need to get at bats it's like you're just so screwed. <laughs> but the worrisome thing about getting at just getting at bats is that that can be at odds with. Exactly. Yeah. With actually getting uh, batting average. It can really be at odds with getting batting average. Yeah. Oh, you're under the ba- you're Dude. under the average now for for uh, plate appearances, although you're doing better. Yeah, I've got a couple of guys that don't. I've had a couple of dead spots, and I've had a couple of guys that haven't. So I'm I'm getting closer and closer. One one way that I'm viewing the another important way I think to view this is normalized in the sense that ask how many percent off from the uh, from the mean of the distribution I actually am. So batting average i'm i'm kind of in trouble because i'm way off the tail of the distribution but then if you look here i also put in oh it's not batting average it's at bats normalized number of at bats i have 97 percent of the median <laughs> wow
0: <laughs> and and this is amazing. 1 one 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 hundred would be the median yeah i see how this this is working wow i had and i'm just i'm just barely above it that's
1: right so good production um, no, you're you're getting really good production because the the third plot in here, just below that, I'm showing the actual number of at bats. Right. So if we th- if we think about this, well, how much is it going to really affect
0: your team? How much is one guy really going to affect your team?
1: That's exactly where I'm coming at this from because it's it's really hard to overhaul a big chunk of your team in TGFBI, and I'm worried that I'm so far down the distribution that it would be a wholesale attempt to remake my team for batting average it would be and i i think that's a really high risk thing to do right now but given that batting average is so clearly my worst category if i could improve batting average i would shoot up the overall rankings
0: you know i don't think that that's really i don't think that you can ever focus on batting average I think it because there are times when I focus on batting average and I end up screwing myself, what it's better to do is focus on guys that you think are going to get runs. Mm. Get those runs, and then in the back of your head as you're making your decision, always lean towards the guy that might have the slightly higher batting average. So, like, okay, if there's player A and player B are both guys that I think are going to help me in runs... Then if player B has a slightly higher batting average and slightly player A might just I don't know, have more stolen bases, more speed, whatever it is, then you just have to go with player B, make that choice.
1: Okay, so you you're saying I should use this as part of a flow chart type which yeah. guys to pick up. Well
0: And I don't think it should be the primary, it should be the
1: secondary consideration. Well I'm I'm obviously well, okay, so here here's what's happened so far in practical terms is that I have put exactly zero consideration into batting average. (laughs) And you can see if you, (laughs) yes, it does. You can see if you look at this fourth graph that I just put in here, which is how we're doing relative to the median number of runs. You and I, again, Uh I've obviously been putting effort into runs because I went from having 80% of the median runs in week two (laughs) to 95% 95% of the median runs in this week that just ended this morning. So that, the, wow, that is pretty good improvement. I mean, this this is, well, if you look at that bats one above it, it's correlate strongly correlated with me just getting guys yeah. in there, <laughs> right? So I don't think that you can,
0: I don't think that you can say right now that your batting average, your batting average might be, you know, in the direction that you're going right now might be screwed. But I think that you need to just continue to, Continue to get guys that are going to get runs, and that will end up solving itself on the batting average piece of it. Because if you're getting <sighs> guys that are going to get runs and are getting runs, then they are going to get they're going to increase your batting average.
1: Yeah. I okay. All right. So I guess my my take on this is that like I've been increasing runs, and I kind of thought that batting average would fall out naturally, and it very obviously hasn't. <laughs> there's there's been no real correlation between my batting average and my runs. Even though when you look there sort of if you look at the whole correlation plot for GGFBI, there's a small correlation between runs and batting average. Uh-huh. A small positive correlation as you might expect. It's one of the one of the stronger ones. Well, that means that it won't it won't adjust as as fast. I guess that's true. Okay. I mean most of this is most of my TGFBI strategy this year has been maximize at bats and stay the course as much as possible and just. Oh, I thought you were gonna say how to polish a turd. Well, Oh yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I I think so. I mean, that's <laughs> <laughs> we
0: should. I'm sorry, that's, that is like the fifty thousand foot level
1: I, analysis that I have. I think that's <laughs> that's. Yeah, you know, that's absolutely right. There's just not a lot to be positive on on my team. (laughs) But there is something very clearly to be extremely negative about, which is batting average. And so the question to me was just like, well, that's not explicitly true because ERA and WIP are also out there to be very negative about. But I've just been ignoring batting average. And it's a ship that takes a long time to turn around once I've baked in a 230 average. and so
0: Of course it is, though. Mike, of course it is. It's not a counting stat where you're like, where the numbers are like, wow, what? I mean, let me. Yeah. I mean, so home runs. We're talking about the leader being at 156. One home run does a lot. Stolen bases, 72. One stolen base changes things. Look at hits. I know. 827. (sighs) and that's out of i mean what i i don't even i don't i don't have that right off right here but yeah it's going to be slow don't I, I i don't think that you need to really make that much of a wholesale change for batting average you just have to realize that you're you're playing teeny tiny percents all the way
1: to week whatever 22 i th- right i think that's that's the key is that batting average is one of those ones where i'm hoping i can just start to pick it up at the end of the season as as more teams fade or people uh start to run out of money or you know any any of those things i mean i (laughs) the turd polishing continues and there has been there (laughs) has been some quite a bit of success on the hitting side for me which i'm i'm pretty happy about you're doing better I mean, better. you you need to do something on stolen bases. I dropped in a, another plot on here. I I see. that is I see that is the one there. where you are just you're holding steady and just continually falling behind. <laughs> I'm twenty two twenty two stolen bases. Nobody's stealing bases from my, on my team. But you already you already knew that. I had two this last week. I knew that. Yeah. So I I guess okay. So your take on this is batting average secondary. Scoring category, consider a primary first, like runs, yeah, and then focus on batting average second what would you what would you look for in a batting average guy? Are you purely going on hits? are you going on recent batting average? are you going on preseason track record i mean what 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 metric do we use to assess whether a guy is going to have a good batting average going forward? How micro do you
0: want to look? I mean I think that we we looked a long time ago and said, if we can, if you look at the last three weeks, you'll be able to predict out the next two weeks, right? Sure. I mean, if you have a revolving door, I mean, I would, I would consider that. Just take it. Just take a look at the last three weeks. See if there's there play that look look any look at all interesting. My team, I just, I mean, quite honestly, my problem is that I just don't think about doing ad drops, and then I just have the same players every single week.
1: And then when I do think about ad drops, I don't get anybody. Your team is exceptionally stable. Like one thing that I've noticed looking at the like your team relative to the median week on week, you're you're not moving around. Like your line is your line is flat relative to the median for the most part. Yeah. Which is which yeah, is which rough. is fine. I mean, I don't think the top teams aren't the top teams aren't pulling away from the other teams. No but I do have to make a move. Well, I got to make a move here. It's soon. I agree with that. And it's a different topic, but the moves that you need to make are on the pitching side. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, my strategy has been stale because my players have been stale and a few guys have been letting me down. So You tell him, man. I Well, one of those players is Paneda. Uh Yeah. He has regressed your team needs to do better quite frankly
1: the twins are not going to do better this year you know how we were talking about when people need to reevaluate their expectations for the giants it's very much time to reevaluate our expectations for the twins yeah no just just but i you you've loved to be
0: out on your team
1: i am out on my team and i will be out on them until there is some semblance of health on the team that team is so banged up right now like so banged up right now they have yeah. an insane roster of people you've never heard of playing at the major leagues right now. <laughs> that is not
0: good. No. All right. So I was, we can talk about pitching for me next week. Sounds that? good.
1: I'm going to make some progress on batting average. See what I can do.
0: All right. I think that about brings us to the review session. Josh Rojas.
1: I see why you picked josh rojas of the arizona diamondbacks uh he actually Where is, he in the, what, order, Where is he batting in the batting order button? where's he batting in the batting? he's uh he's been number one there it is and he is producing just some perfectly pedestrian stats i'm a big fan of this all right 61 games uh 228 plate appearances so maybe we're at roughly a third of what we might expect a leadoff hitter to get nine home runs 20 rbis 32 runs 257 average and only two stolen bases but if you look at his MLB percentile rankings he's just in the middle a little bit below average but in the middle the whole time
0: yeah so you're you know what he you know what they don't have in here though is like they don't have like the Bruce Brown scale
1: of confidence in yourself oh man this guy's so confident (laughs) wow he for a, major strut energy, wow. from yeah, from Josh Rojas. I, I watched the uh, oh, I watched the condensed
0: version of the Saturday game. Wow, does he pump his chest?
1: <laughs> kind of, kind of for no for no apparent reason. Yeah, I would argue he. Well,
0: I mean, in the grand scheme of things, he is on an MLB team he's batting number one I like he is a guy who is at the top of his craft to be fair but he he's average as we've said he's average he's not that great he
1: he is a <laughs> he is a great tgfbi asset and on any other team he's barely ownable probably going to do damage on a standard team yeah yeah, yeah i mean you couldn't i can't imagine owning him in a 10 In a which is lead. pretty sad for a leadoff hitter,
0: <laughs> right? I mean, le- in a pretty good ballpark. in
1: a pretty good ballpark, exactly. Uh, but but you pro- you're not going to own him in a ten teamer because he's the fifteenth shortstop that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's hard to see who on this list you would own him before.
0: Yeah, I mean, and some of the ones have just such bigger names. Like, would you rather have him than Dansby Swanson?
1: Right no, now? absolutely not. Which which is funny because I spent all of last week.
0: You want me to do a head to head? I'll take jo- I'll, I'll take Josh Rojas over. You're gonna head to head, Dan- Josh Dansby Swanson. Josh
1: Rojas Dansby Swanson. Um, yes, if yeah. at bats isn't one of the categories, <laughs> or PA's isn't one of the Just categories. The standard standard five. five. All right, standard five. Josh Rojas Dansby Swanson. That's an interesting one. It's pretty sad given that Dansby Swanson was a former number one overall pick and uh, Joshua Rojas was selected in round 26 number 781 of the 200 yeah. <laughs> of the 2017 draft. Joshua Rojas. Whew. Yeah, he is. Just average everything. Oh, you're going to love this. All right. So, you know how you know how Savant has the affinity score who players are most like? Oh, who is it? Gene Segura. <laughs> <laughs> It's painfully true, I think. Oh, wow. that's actually a really good comp, man. I wish I'd thought of that.
0: Oh boy, I, can
1: I can I uh, rescind?
0: is <laughs> <my death? laughs> a great. That's a really good comp, I think. Yeah, or it's, if he gets it, gets things together a little bit, he'll um, he'll do damage for a little while.
1: Well, I mean, I think I would argue that that's kind of what you saw in May. Right. His, I was just looking at his, his month stats for May. He hit 320 in May. I mean, that's, that's pretty good. 320 with a bunch of home runs, only two home runs. Okay. So could, could have been better. But hitting 320 as a leadoff hitter is kind of what you want. Yeah.
0: He can hit 320.
1: What is it? Does he walk at all? I believe that he does not. Let's check. His OVP is 332. You don't love that. Um, Twenty-three walks, could be worse. Could be Dansby Swanson. He, he could be Dansby Swanson. <laughs> you know, like a like a one to two point five ratio of walks to strikeouts. That's not too bad. I mean, really, no stolen bases. But I don't. No, you shouldn't expect anything from somebody a Diamondback. Basically, he'll steal more than Albert Pujol.
0: <sighs>
1: yeah, is that our bar? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, that's not
1: the bar. The bar should be like. Who should the bar be in stolen bases? He's a lead. He's a leadoff hitter with 67th percentile sprint speed. He should have more than the two stolen You'd bases so. that he has. Yeah, you would think I'm pretty so. sure. I'm pretty sure this is an Arizona problem where Arizona doesn't give a lot of green lights.
0: Yeah, I just turned. On, I just put on a uh, random video. Bats lefty.
1: Uh, yeah. Bats lefty throws righty. Yeah, he's an
0: anomaly very american
1: oh yeah his spray chart would make you make you think that he's doing pretty well he's legging out infield singles you can see right he's got a bunch of singles to the left side to the right side of the left side of the infield then his home runs straight away a little bit to right love that
0: his home runs look pretty good i think that he could i think that he could have a pretty good second half of the season if he because he's got he's got some
1: opportunity He's got some power. Uh, he's not a small. He's not a small guy. This Gene Segura comp really works. His second half could be yeah. great. His second half could be. Nothing. Now you like him? No. Well, now yeah. Now wish I, wish, I wish. I wish I hadn't. I wish I hadn't read that. I still think Dansby Swanson is going to be better in the on the full okay. year, but
0: we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Don't count the playoffs because you know that I think that Dansby Swanson
1: <laughs> is going to be the MVP of the playoffs. Playoff monster. Absolutely. Okay. Not counting the playoffs, obviously. Are they the same age? I think Dansby is one year older. One year older? Is it a birthday thing? I, I'm not willing to delve
0: into their exact birth dates. We're, I mean, I want to find out if they were on the same t-ball team. Rojas. I do like when like the, your Twins announcer, when he says Rojas, <laughs> it always is like, it sounds great. <laughs> they are the same. They were born in the same year, 1994, June, and February. So it is a birthday thing.
1: Okay. Wow. That's pretty amazing actually.
0: End of this month he will be twenty seven years old.
1: Okay. Maybe we'll have to watch out and see how he does on his birthday.
0: Yeah. Uh who are we doing next week? Carlos Correa. <sighs> wow. You would not have expected us to be doing him so late in twenty seventeen. Time for a little housekeeping. Be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes and follow us on Twitter. Fantasy Tools, Mind the Z. Thank you, Mild Manor, for letting us use your tunes. Be sure to follow them on SoundCloud and Facebook. Feel free to email us with questions or comments. Send us messages at fantasy.tools at gmail.com. Again, mind the Z. All I've got left is, we're
1: luck to you, buddy. we're luck to you, too.